Good day and welcome to Practice Blueprint, the podcast. Each episode of Practice Blueprint captures our success and shares it with other practitioners. Our success is based on already making big mistakes so you don't have to. See, over the years, we have been fortunate to capture a proven, sustainable, and successful program which will eliminate fear, frustration, and stress while it advances your competency and your confidence so that you can develop a sustainable, profitable, natural health business. This system is built by practitioners for practitioners. It is not theory. It has been proven with over 30,000 clinical hours of hands-on experience to support it. In each episode, we will address real clinical challenges with proven, accessible solutions any practitioner can benefit from. This, in turn, will position you to develop that natural health business you've always dreamed of. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint. Hello and welcome to Country Doctors Practice Blueprints Free Friday. Free Friday. Here we go. More pearls of clinical wisdom that we've been using for a couple of decades now Yeah. to enhance and impact and empower people. Mm-hmm. Literally all across the country. It's kind of interesting. This last cool, yeah. this last uh, practitioners weekend that we did, yeah. it was really like it kind of hit home. Mm-hmm. Like all the things you're doing that we're doing here, and then they come together. It's like mm-hmm. this isn't just uh, both having, practitioner weekends. I feel like really, yeah, yeah. It's not having just an impact on the local areas. It's really starting to really help people all over the place. So we're really pleased to be a part of that. That is our goal mm-hmm. to have as much impact on people's lives practitioners' lives, and through practitioners to customers in their communities uh, as we possibly can. And uh, so we're grateful to be here for another free session. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Today we're talking inflammation, um, and we're going to cover this kind of from a couple of different angles, um, partly because one of the things we have happening in our current society, um, inflammation is really one of the... how do I say this? It's not the cause, but it's a big part of it's a why. It's, it's a, a big factor in why it's such a elevated yeah. problem. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about that, but we're also going to talk about, you know, protocols um, for pain and inflammation because this is a very common thing that clients come in with. And um, we're not real big on Band-Aid approaches. Yeah. We like to really get to the cause of what's causing the inflammation. Now, if you didn't join us on Wednesday on, a, on the clinic page, Country Doctor Nutritional Center, we talked pain and inflammation, but we talked more from the client standpoint. Yeah. Um, so if you missed that, go back and watch it because we're not going to duplicate. Um, we're going to talk today more about it from the practitioner standpoint mm-hmm. of how you can really support your clients with this. Hey, Tony, yep. thanks for joining us. Morning, Tony. Um, and so um, go back and listen to that because there's several things that can cause inflammation. Um, and you can't, what is it you say? You can't have... Pain without inflammation, but you can have inflammation without pain. Correct. Correct. Um, and that's that's the, you know, it's been referred to in the literature as the silent cl- killer. So yeah, um, it's always a part of those those disease process, the degenerative processes. It's there. Yeah. So um, maybe to just kind of start off with, I know right now um, COVID is a hot topic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the big challenges with COVID is inflammation in the lungs. So I know like I had a conversation earlier um, this week um, with a practitioner about, okay, if we're, if we have a client that we know is tested positive, or maybe they've just gotten over it, 
Um, what can be really beneficial to them is enzymes at bedtime. Mm-hmm. I know we we automatically go to this, right? We want the immune support. We want, right? Of course, we want the immune support, right? We're going to talk about our special next week is HP Resp Free, which has been a really big product this year. So mm-hmm. next week, it'll be buy four, get one free. But one thing that we're really overlooking is how can we support the inflammation? Because yeah. that's the big factor of why this is a heightened um, concern. Yeah. Right. And so, um, maybe just help us understand why enzymes can be helpful with inflammation. They are part of the inflammation protocol as well. Enzymes mm-hmm. stands for systemic enzyme. The other term uh, from other companies uh, uh, that's out there is proteolytic or protolytic, depends on how you want to, tomato, tomato, right? Um, <laughs> But what that means is this, when you take that substance, that formula, those enzyme properties away from food, okay, now you're introducing a substance to the body that every single chemical process, every single hormonal process, every single muscle movement, every single thought, every energetic expression that takes place in the human body precedes and ends with an enzyme firing. There's an enzyme involvement on every single one of those. Most people, dare I say 90% or better, are compl- are enzyme deficient. Not completely, because if you don't have enzymes in the body, it's called you're dead, okay? But there's such a depletion of these enzymes and these, these uh, especially for metabo- metabolic function, for digestion, there's, there's a, a, a overwhelming need for enzyme therapy. So anytime you see uh, somebody who's got like a CRP report, uh, cardiac uh, re- uh, reactive protein levels that above a three mm-hmm. on their blood work. That is a person that really would benefit from a lot of enzymes. And that's the kind of CR- CRP is the kind of a, one of those deadly killers can be uh, from the cardiovascular system that doesn't usually produce pain, but it's there. And it's that when that mm-hmm. tissue gets inflamed, it gets restricted, blood flow, circulation, oxygen, toxins out, nutrition in, everything is affected by that. Okay. Um, so the enzymes taken away from food breaks down in the gut, is absorbed into the bloodstream, and it travels throughout the entire body from a circulatory system standpoint. And anywhere that there is fibrin buildup, tissue buildup, abnormal tissue buildup, uh, substances that don't belong, it helps to eat away at that. And the another amazing thing about enzymes is enzymes will actually burn themselves up till they're completely gone in the system to serve the whole, to serve the body. So when you take inflammation and you talk about areas that are restricted, you talk about these these buildups of, of, of different uh, fibrin tissue mm-hmm. type, type substances, when you get that going in the body and you load that person up on 6, 8, 10, 12 like enzymes away from food, mm-hmm. away from food. Mm-hmm. Now, when you take it with food, it's going to help break down the starches, carbs, sugars, things of that nature, okay? Mm -hmm. So it's going to act as a digestive aid in the moment. But when you take it away from food, hour before meals or two hours after, that's the ideal kind of range, when you introduce those that way, you're going to give the body a lot of additional raw materials it needs Mm -hmm. to really combat the effects of inflammation. Now, I want to clarify something on inflammation because a lot of practitioners talk about Inflammation is being the cause. No, inflammation is still a symptom of the problem. Inflammation is a symptom of the problem. 
So you have to figure out from a, practic- a practitioner standpoint, you got to take people through a very comprehensive evaluation to determine what's driving the inflammation in the body. Is mm. it an underlying bug? Is it an underlying chemical or metal toxicity? Mm. Do we have scar tissue suppressing the nervous system, affecting the production of that in the liver or the pancreas? What's, what is driving the cause? Okay. And, you know, on this, uh, you know, we talked with, uh, with Dr. Dunn a lot about, you know, genetics and the role genetics plays. And mm-hmm. clearly you have to, you cannot do this type of work without taking that into consideration. Right. But it has to be kept in its proper perspective. Mm-hmm. You can take somebody who has no weakness in their genetics for uh, the effects that arsenic does on the body, but you give them enough arsenic, you're going to have a negative response. So the point is, is that that's about a 30% window or key mm-hmm. to somebody's overall health. The other 70%, something that you can empower them and position them to be in charge of right now today is their diet, their lifestyle, and their stress. Mm-hmm. Those are also other factors. Um, you know, so food intolerances, eating foods they shouldn't, right? Mm-hmm. These are elements that will, their very presence mm-hmm. causes the body to kind of respond in a histamine, i.e. inflammatory type response uh, to those foods. So, and there's 17, well, there's 13 other other stressors that can cause the body to position itself not to perform the way it's designed. And inflammation can be a byproduct of that. So inflammation is never the cause, it's the symptom. Mm -hmm. And there's lots of things that drive that. So you as a practitioner, you have to be able to evaluate, you have to be able to evaluate people on, on these different aspects of their diet, lifestyle, and stress that could be contributing to the inflammatory responses. And now the inflammation is having this cascade effect of other negative uh, negative uh, mm-hmm. uh, issues in the body. So, But S-Symes, hands down, when all else fails, if you can't see them, if they're in Detroit and you're in, mm-hmm. and you're in you know, San Diego. We all need enzymes, S-Symes. right? Put them on S-Symes, 9 to 12 a day away from food, 3 first thing in the morning, midday, bedtime, whatever you got to do, you will position them to greatly improve uh, that situation. So... So from my perspective on inflammation, um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but what I kind of see is that more often than not, there's an underlying cause, yep. right? And then um, usually diet is contributing. But diet is usually like gas on a fire, and then there's the underlying cause. So what so what I see with practitioners sometimes is that um, either they're addressing the underlying cause, but they're not really addressing the diet component, so the results are scattered, right? Or they're addressing the diet component, but aren't really cut getting to that underlying cause. Um, and so that's where we want to kind of have both, right? Is making 100%. sure you're getting the underlying cause. But we're also, this is why we stress food logs too, and monitoring the diet at the same time. Which goes right in line um, with Lori's question. The answer to your question is yes. And then food logs. Ah, okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, what about HP endocrine is mm-hmm. in the inflammation protocol? Why would that be? It's kind of a fascinating thing. The endocrine system, 17 different organs. Uh, you know, you have the pituitary, which is kind of the, the conductor of the orchestra. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you have the rest of the endocrine system here. And then below that is digestion. That's kind of the flow, right, mm-hmm. of how things work. And the second brain, we've all heard the microbiome has to be healthy. This is the second brain in the human body. 
So when you balance out the endocrine system and you start working on the five different lobes, uh, you know, the, the frontal, parietal, temporal, occipital, and cerebellum, when you get start giving the body what it needs to balance out from here down, you have a cascading effect of performance. So the end, you know, going as far up the causal chain as you possibly can, and it also reminds me, going back to our system survey, 224 questions, but it really, it evaluates endocrine system, digestion, a little extra on cardiovascular, mm-hmm. maybe some B-complex. So there's really only two or three things that are really evaluated out of those 224 questions, but we really want to focus on mm-hmm. is the endocrine system as a whole balanced in harmony and has the opportunity to work together Mm. in a synchronized manner, like a very well-orchestrated orchestra, okay? That has to be intact, believe it or not, in an inflammatory case. Mm. That has to be looked at. So we use things like endocrine, also B&B is mentioned, but endocrine is one of the number one things um, that we use Mm. to help bring harmony to that endocrine system so it can have a cascading effect of performance throughout other areas or systems of the body. The other thing is this. Most every one of you practitioners know, uh, who who are working with clients, know people that say, well, I have a thyroid condition. I have a heart condition. I have a kidney problem, right? Why do you look at me like that? (laughs) Just kidding. That was kind of interesting. (laughs) It was a universe thing. you don't have an, a thyroid, a, car, a heart, or a kidney problem. You have an endocrine system problem. You can't have one organ or one area of this system out of balance and not have it affect the rest, right? Mm. Not enough oil in the, in the engine. Doesn't matter if the lights work or not. The car's not going anywhere. So who cares? Doesn't matter if other things seem to be working okay. If you have one system that has a problem, right? It's going to have a ripple effect. It's going to interfere with the rest of that whole body uh, and its ability to express and perform properly. So endocrine system is key. Endocrine Mm -hmm. system is key in helping to balance that. What about cayenne? We have a product called HP Cayenne. My favorite. I love cayenne. Yeah. You should really fall in love with cayenne pepper. I guess I shouldn't talk low if I'm going to do that, I should make sure the volume's up somewhere. Oh, maybe not. Um, <laughs> there it goes. So, I'm trying to make sure the volume's up. There we go. So, what happens is the cayenne pepper, this is really goes back to John Christopher's work. If you, if you look up uh, School of Natural Healing, uh, Springville, Utah, uh, David Christopher still runs at David and Fawn Christopher. Uh, David is John Christopher's son, master herbalist, one of the most therapeutic... Mm-hmm. nutrients on the planet to help restore, rebuild, repair optimum function mm. in that cardiovascular system, heart, internal, you know, inter- entrance, excitatory valves in the heart, the, the, the whole capillaries, vein structure, everything. Cayenne pepper, lots of it daily, mm. is one of the healthiest things that you can do for the human body mm-hmm. to improve its overall performance from a circulatory mm-hmm. standpoint. And without good circulation, if you have metal and chemical toxicity or food elements because lack of enzymes, uh, things of that nature that are mm-hmm. kind of floating around in the body, uh, not getting flushed out properly, uh, that can be a real cause of driving inflammation in the body. Okay. So cayenne is a miracle like miracle herb. And you can work 
it into your daily diet too. That's um, correct. I always love sharing that with clients when you can share things like that of like, you know, let's work. How can, how can you work in cayenne to your daily diet? Yep. How can you work in garlic to your daily diet? Because these are things that are very beneficial to yep. them, but don't cost them a bunch of money. Yep. Right. And that's where they, they like that kind of value. Right. Very true. Um, that also builds your relationship with them. Uh, HP B&B is also in the inflammation uh, protocol. Um, B&B stands for body and brain. Mm-hmm. Um, what... Why is HP B&B in the... It actually has the some of the precursors with the skullcap, the wild yam, the cohosh blend of herbs, black and blue cohosh. Mm-hmm. It has precursors to give that... Um, to give the endocrine system the raw materials that it needs to balance out like certain estrogens, progesterone, testosterone. Mm. So now we're hitting more on the raw materials that gives the, the adrenals, the liver, the ability to convert these materials into the hormone balancing that's needed. Okay. Fascinating. So when you, when you give the body, again, the body has to have raw materials to perform. That's why drug therapy is a miserable failure. Drugs do not contain the raw materials necessary mm-hmm. for the body to utilize, convert, adrenal liver conversion, and then back into the system utilized by the rest of the endocrine system and displaced throughout the cardiovascular system, taken in all these areas. Amazing, amazing processes. Mm-hmm. They don't have the genuine replacement parts to restore, rebuild, and repair. The only thing that will do that is food. And John Christopher found, and, and many other herbalists and across the country and across the world, science has validated this over and over and over again. Uh, clinically, familial history, everything has validated this on every playing field, that when you give the body these specific types of nutrients, it will do with it what it needs. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest difference between herbal therapeutics and pharmaceutical drugs. Pharmaceutical drugs does something to the chemistry and herbal therapy, herbal, herbal therapeutics provides what the body needs to make its own chemistry. Big difference. Mm. And the outcome is performance. Mm-hmm. The outcome is restoration of function. The outcome is what the client is actually looking for in the long run. Um, it's not overnight. It takes time. It takes patience. You practitioners have to evaluate them from many angles to find out where are their blind spots, where are their weaknesses, help to solidify both, bring, you know, the old, you know, the mechanics and dynamics of, of successful client management. Um, and you have to really become skilled in that area. But at the end of the day, the body will only restore if it's given the raw materials to do so. And B&B has some of those deeper raw materials that allows the liver, the adrenals, the endocrine system to kind of orchestrate and pull from it the different hormone balancing needed so that the entire system performs by design. So. Wow. Thank you. Fun stuff. That was really good. Um, For those of you that aren't familiar, I am pulling the protocol from our clinical reference guide, which we just got back in stock. So if you've been waiting for these, just a heads up, they are now available. Um, You can also get this in PDF. Just touch base with me. I can email that directly to you. Um, But the printed version is color-coded by each section, which makes finding things a bit quicker than the digital version. Um, So just to let you guys know, the clinical reference guides are back in stock. Um, They do have the A to Z protocols, which we just love. And those protocols were were developed um, based off of 
20 plus years of clinical experience right here. Um, you know, obviously each client, if we can test them, see what their ideal, that's always the ideal, but this gives you kind of a baseline to start with of here's some products you want to take a look at. Here's the products that we found have worked best with this particular concern. Yep. Yep. Um, so it gives you kind of a starting point. Um, I also want to let everybody know our practice blueprint manuals also are now available in spiral bound. Um, if you're interested in those and that's where it just kind of literally lays out our system. Um, so these are really, really awesome and are now available in spiral bound as well. Um, if you have any questions on inflammation, let us know. And uh, April, thank you for sharing this. She says, yes. cayenne is great in berry smoothies. I would agree. I've done cayenne in my smoothies as well. Um, sometimes a little too much and then it lights my throat on fire. <laughs> but when you get the right amount, it actually is a really good combination in um, in the berry smoothies, right? Good for circulation, good for all yep. of those things. It enhances um, any protocol you're doing. And she also asked about if they did. don't test for yeah. enzymes. She said, how many enzymes would you recommend at bedtime if they don't test for Three to four. Have them, you know, three to four. It's no different than when you're using, um, oh, what's the one from uh, pineapple? What is the pineapple enzyme? Bro Bromelain. Bromelain. Thank you. People that, you know, you, you can just have them go down to the local grocery store or the, you know, get some bromelain enzymes, three, five, three to 5,000 milligrams a night for a week or two. See how they respond. Enzymes, you don't have to do that high of because of the quality. Um, and it does have a blend of bromelain as well as other enzymes in there that work synergistically together. Mm -hmm. And when you get more than one together, they amplify each other. That's the other thing that's interesting about uh, mm -hmm. herbal therapeutics, whole food therapeutics, is that when you get more than one or two ingredients together, they amplify, they enhance mm -hmm. each other's ability mm -hmm. to have a positive impact and the body's ability to use that. So start with three, maybe four, and do it for a week or 10 days. Mm -hmm. Okay, don't, oh, I did that last night, didn't work. No. Position the client in advance. This is going to take a while. It's not just a, you know, this is a process. It's not an event. Okay. Do it for five to seven days. Then call me. Let me know how you're responding to that. Do three or four every night, you know, a couple hours after food. And let's, let's revisit this. Okay. Yeah. If you've already evaluated other things, maybe there's three or four things they need to be doing, mm -hmm. right, for that first week or 10 days. So, mm -hmm. uh, Does enzymes come in capsules? Yes, they are capsules. Mm -hmm. um, with that being said, I would say you can also open them up into things, We're right? So like that. my yep. kids, I do like yogurt and I'll just open up the enzyme and mix it into the yogurt. And then they just eat the yogurt, so they're still getting the enzymes, but they don't have to swallow the pill. Um, same thing with, like, pets. Just open it up over their food. So, yep. yes, it's a capsule, but then you can also mix it into things. Uh, next week, your special, uh, buy four, get one free, HP rest-free. This has been a really big product this year um, due to, I don't like to say the C word, so I'm going to say the 2020 um, viral protocol has included yeah. HP Rest-Free in addition to HP Virex. Um, and then enzymes can be, like we said, very beneficial if there's an inflammation concern. Uh, I want to thank everybody for joining us. We are always looking to bring you guys uh, value and what you want to hear us talk about. So drop a comment. Let us know what do you want us to cover on future 
um, on future free Fridays. Yep. What topics do you want us to discuss or are there challenges in your business that you, you know, want to throw out there? Maybe we'll cover it on a show or we can talk one-on-one. Yep. Um, but we just want to share that with you guys. We're always looking to cover what you find valuable. So let us know what is that you want us to talk about. And you have some amazing things you're rolling out in 2021. So stay tuned. So many amazing things. <laughs> Lori, thank you, Vertigo. I will add it to the list, and we will talk Vertigo. Um, thank you yes. so much. Hey, Sarah. <laughs> Have an awesome weekend, guys. Take care. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint, the podcast. In order to get connected with us by way of Facebook or online or with our LinkedIn accounts, check us out at our website, countrydoctorwholesale.com. It's countrydoctorwholesale.com. There you can get plugged into a number of resources, give us feedback, ask questions, find out about future practitioner events, and be plugged into the Practice Blueprint Manual, which does provide over 20 hours of continuing education credits for practitioners that need it. It is a accredited nationally program with the ANMCB and the AANWP. So again, thank you for tuning in and we look forward to catching you next time on Practice Blueprint, the podcast.